awesome. That's awesome. You sound awesome. Hey, guys, let's go. Okay. Oh, no, I don't know about that. All right. I'm I'll starting start. the fucking episode. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I hope that's loud in your fucking ears, loser. Morning. Welcome to Don't Feed the Artists. I'm Hagen, and I don't have COVID. <laughs> I'm Dave. I'm Adam. I'm Jackson, and uh, it's weird that you made us wear uh, masks this whole episode. <sighs> Hagen. I don't have COVID. So, I have allergies. Yeah, if you can hear Hagen's voice, uh, if we haven't put a fancy new like non-sick plug-in on uh, Hagen. Yeah, they have those? Uh, probably not. That's awesome. Yeah, um, Hagen sounds like shit, but feels great. I sound normal, but feel like shit. So, like, together, if we just, like, put our uh, fancy new rings that Hagen will have next week. You, um, are you getting one? Yeah. <laughs> You're getting a ring when I get married? Yeah, we're getting married. Yeah, that's how that year. works. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, a lot cheaper to get married at someone else's wedding. Really yeah, is. you get double dip on the, you know, all the drinks <laughs> the and dip. stuff. And you could double dip. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I think your dad would be totally cool with that. <laughs> what did you did? What were you gonna say? <laughs> Hagen sounds like shit. I feel uh, like shit. Uh, I can still smell and everything. Uh, I keep repeatedly. I keep a candle next to me and I keep sniffing it to make sure I can smell. Can you smell your topo? No. Fuck. Ah. Uh, uh. <laughs> Take that. But yeah, if, uh, Hagen and I, like if I stood on Hagen's shoulders, we'd be like one like functioning sick person. That's awesome. We should do that sometime. Yeah. Let's go out in public. Yeah. Let's go out in public. <laughs> While sick. <laughs> Just in general. Just in general. <laughs> Just in general. Let's go out in public and have some fun, you know? Yeah. Whoa. How are you guys doing? Good. I feel uh, great. I mean, yeah, Dave and I are both great. <laughs> I, I, so. I, I feel really good. I just I just really don't want my voice to be like this. I'm taking so much medication. I like I, I am drinking tea. Why don't you want to feel like this? Do you have something planned? Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hagen's getting so this this will be out on Wednesday. Uh from the Wednesday this is released, Hagen will be getting married in two days. So yeah. congrats, Hagen. Thank we'll you. all be there. Thank I you. think Adam will be there. Was I Adam invited? So. I think so. <laughs> well, he's, uh, his name is on a table placement, <laughs> so he better be there. Yeah, I feel like I have to be there then, right? Yeah, so. you have to be yeah. there. You have to be there. And we're going we're gonna to do the podcast live at the wedding. What? It's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I got a hotel in Denton, which felt very stupid. But hey. You don't live in Denton, though. No, I don't. But it's like 40 minutes. And you have to be here Thursday and Friday. So That's true. You might as well. Man, I really needed your support in this time. You know, I was super stressed about this wedding, but yeah, I feel you good You were so now. stressed you got here two hours early. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you guys said 5.30. But just read the message. At, no, and then you showed up at 4.30. Yeah. yeah. Which is also so not in, 5.30. In the group message we have when we play on the show, Hagen said to 6.30 work, and Jackson gave a thumbs up and still showed up at 5.30. Well, I showed up at 4.30. Well, yeah. You thought it was 5.30. <laughs> There's a lot of problems. No, no. Showing up, showing up an hour early from what he thought it was was the plan because we were going to meet up and talk about today's episode. Man, you sound like shit. <laughs> So is this how that first hour went? Yeah. Just Tony sound like shit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. what we planned on talking about? Uh, this is something Hagen and I have wanted to talk about for a good while. Uh, are we good? Are we good? Uh, Adam, you're wearing jeans. I am. Yeah. Is it is it cool enough outside it, for it's, that? It's nice outside now. Okay, yeah. you're not sweating. 
Did you shave your legs for that? No. No comment. Have you ever shaved no your comment. legs? No comment. No or no comment? <laughs> no comment. Oh. Have you oh. ever shaved your legs? No. It, it feels weird. So that, I imagine that would we feel weird. We just got the answer that he didn't uh, shave his legs. Ooh, nice. Oh, what a, what a, like a detective or yeah. something? Nah, it's no. those glasses. What a Leo. Yeah, these are new glasses. <laughs> Hagen's being such a Leo. Oh. We're here to talk about video game music. <laughs> yeah, this is something that Hagen and I sure? wanted to talk about God, for a I hope while. So. And uh, Hagen and I both love video games. As you'll, We don't need to give our background on it because you're clearly going to get it in the next however long this is. But we thought it'd be a good idea uh, to ask Adam and Dave, when you think about video game music, what do you think about? Dave, you can start. I think of two things. I think of uh, all the music from Mario mm-hmm. and all the super cool soundtracks from Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. <laughs> <laughs> you could have guessed that, right? <laughs> What, what's your response? Um, I, I think, yeah, also like 8-bit or whatever that yeah. proper term is for older games. That's and right. then uh, probably like stuff from like Halo where they like got into like being very cinematic about the music. Yeah. And that was kind of like, I don't know, at the time it seemed like, oh, that's kind of weird. So uh, I'm showing Dave now in my the top of my notes uh, what I said. Ask them what they think about mus- uh, video game music. They'll probably say Mario or like the classics. So. Yeah. And then yeah. before we start, like when Hagen and I were prepping at 4.30, um, I <laughs> I said, yeah, and Dave actually might say Tony Hawk. So, yeah. yeah, there you go. So video game music is the soundtrack or the score of a video game. Early video games were limited to a certain amount of sounds from the programmable sound generator. Say programmable sound generator five times fast. Programmable sound generator. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even get the first word. So if, from now on, if we talk about it again, it's called a PSG. Okay? okay. These limitations led to great soundtracks. And there will be a test, right? Yeah. Uh, these limitations led to uh, great soundtracks and the style of music to be called chiptune, also similar to 8-bit. Video game music has advanced to the point now where it can be played constantly in a game, and it can be used not only as a soundtrack but also as an indication that something has happened. So something that, like, as we talk about this more we're going to get into kind of the idea of sound design. So this isn't just like a movie score or, or television score where like it's just for a particular scene. Um, music in video games is used sometimes to indicate that, some, that you've done something or something is about to happen. In my example, I'm going to shittily play on, on my phone for everybody is in a game called Valorant that I play. Whenever you kill somebody, um, it plays a sound. And the more people that you kill, the more sounds that it makes. And it's not just like in Halo where it does like double kill, triple kill. Right. It's like a little, a little jingle thing. So those were each successive, like it, like each kill gets you that more like a oh, grand feeling. And you can all, there's only five people on a team, so you can only get five kills around. So that last sound is when you kill all five enemy players. So I've played rounds where I've gotten four kills. And I'm like, fuck, fuck, I need the last one. I can't, I because because it's really it's a really rewarding sound. Just that, bum, dum. So it's not just it's not just talking about like a song or a soundtrack. It's like how can we make the player feel as immersed and involved in the game as possible? But and then there's also stuff like, uh, you know, when they first started, and we're going to try not to get too, like, into the woods of, like, you know, hardware and stuff like that, but, like, it, it bears, like, you know, like, it, it is uh, important to at least discuss it a little bit. So, like, like when you started um, 
making a video game back like when it was just computers stuff like that uh it was everything was done on the cpu of the computer everything so the video game and also the um uh, uh sounds were done on that so you could get these really lush soundtracks but the issue with that is if you did that you would have no room for everything else so that spawned having a uh a specific sound card and that's why you have that now so you can have you know this is dedicated, this is what you can do sound-wise and not take away from the game itself. And to kind of piggyback on what Hagen was saying, you know, a lot of people just think of video game music as like, oh, it's like a score, but for video games. But you also have to keep in mind, not so much anymore, but that sound card also had to share the sound effects. So when you're talking about Game Boys and stuff like that, you had to have, like, you had a certain amount of uh, tracks and... uh, blocks that you were able to do uh, specific sound waves and but then you had like a noise track which would do things like if you were and this is not a Game Boy game but uh, a really popular one is the uh, Metal Gear Solid noise where the exclamation mark which sounds like this so that, that that is a very like that was created on the synthesizer and it has a very specific noise that like it creates this feeling of like oh shit you've been caught in the game right and it's sound design. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is like that's like your dopamine rush. Yeah. When you when you're playing those games. I heard that driving one time, and it like kind of like got my heart rate going. I was like, whoa, whoa, well, not it, not happening. Even having never played Valorant. Yeah. Like that got me excited. Yeah. It it feels really rewarding to get a kill in that game because of that sound, and it just it just gets you more involved and more immersed in the whole process. It's like that uh, office thing where uh, Dwight keeps getting the uh, piece of candy yeah every time his computer starts that's that's the pavlov effect yes yeah. Pavlov's dog. no no office sorry the office my bad um so uh before even the cpu thing was happening in the 70s um music was stored on a physical medium like a compact cassette or uh, or like records in arcade systems so imagine in an arcade machine there's a cassette that's going to play when something is triggered so the example that I'm going to use for that is something that we all know, which is a Journey arcade game from the band Journey. Do you know about this, Adam? Because you know about arcade games. Yeah, yeah, I'm familiar with this. Yeah. So w- what do you do in that game? Oh, I have no idea. I haven't okay. played it in like years. And so, years. Do you go on a journey? <laughs> I think I played it like a month or so ago. I sent you all a picture of yeah. it because they have it at Free Play in Richardson right now, but it might be rotated at this point. So what you do in the game is you go – uh, find all the band's instruments and then you return them to the band and then the band plays a concert and once you have returned the instruments there's a loop of a live version of separate ways parentheses worlds apart that plays while you play as the bouncer who gets people like out of the show until you're out of lives that's the game that's the whole that's it there's no end there's not there's no end because it, but, the but loop it never, never ends. Yeah, well, and also it never ends because you can never find the hi-hat clutch. It's a, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, a trick game. Yeah. Which, by the way, I... It's uh, the final boss. Yeah. <laughs> I think I discovered that song from that movie, Tron Legacy, where he flips on the uh, arcade uh, power, and like in the background you hear the synth yeah. line. So I never fucking made the put two and two together that they actually had an arcade game or when you when you go to exit the game is it like don't stop <laughs> yeah, exactly. so so it has um it, it it you know relating it all back to this idea of like we're still involving 
um, like modern music with video games. That's something that we're going to keep seeing and um, keep coming back to. But as Jackson was saying earlier, a much more not not only was it um, an option that was just better in the end, it was a more affordable option to use like the CPU, use the sound cards and stuff like that. But because of the limitations, a lot of the music in the very beginning was uh, monophonic. Dave, what does monophonic mean? Oh man, monophonic <laughs> means it's just one channel. Yeah, like one. It's a. It's not stereo. It's the opposite of stereo. Well, so 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 it's so like, we nailed it. I said he was going to say Tony Hawk. You said he's going to get annoyed when you ask that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I want to get it right. I don't want to sound like a dummy. So so man, so like so monophonic <clears throat> music, um, being different from like from like 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 monof- How do you say the, the like the monophonani? Monophonani. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, but so Adele Dazim. The, the the difference of that from like uh, yeah. Like, did you like, hear Adele Dazim's new song? I did. <laughs> The difference of that from like most music is that there's there's like no chords. It's it's uh, it's like one melody, right? So um, a really uh, like famous example um, in a famous video game is Space Invaders. So um, the music was composed by Tomohiro Nishikado, um, and that is interesting to say composed by because all it is is four descending chromatic bass lines. That's all it is. That's all it is. It's just four notes, and then as if you guys have played Space Invaders, right? No. Okay. Do you know which one Space Invaders is? Kind of. That's the one with all the blocks of aliens at the top, and they're slowly descending down to yeah. you, and you're, you're shooting, shooting up. Yeah, and yeah. you're behind yeah. four bases. <clears throat> Correct. So um, as they move closer to the player, the music starts to speed up. So this was a first example of seeing how music can react to the game. So not, on, not only was it just like these cool notes that were happening, but as the game kept playing, the music got more intense and made you really like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, right? Um, so as, and again, we can, we continue to grow. The Atari 2600 could generate two tones at once. Ooh, yeah. Polyphony. Um, Polyphony. Periphery. Periphery. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got Frogger and Frogger eventually that had 11 different like tracks and there was different music for, uh, like the starting screen and the game over screen and all that sort of stuff. Um, Which was probably like revolutionary. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so like, and, and even in some of the early games, there was music in the starting screen. But then once the game started, that was all it was. It was, it was, it would that that would be a loop of a song more or less, um, and you just have then like sound design, like just like maybe maybe it was like a game where you were running, and so all you'd hear is just like the sound of running or like a whistle or something. But there's music in the first screen. That's it. Um, so by by the early '80s, that's when we get we start getting into more of like the. Uh, the CPU and the sound card kind of stuff. Um, and this is where things get really annoying because it got really nerdy and boring. I was like, yeah. I was like, how do I fucking talk about CPUs and sound cards forever and ever and ever? Which, uh, yeah, and that's why we're not going to get into the weeds of that. But, like, it, it if you're interested in that, it, like, every generation, they, like, change it. Right. So like Jackson said, there's the different like track recording. So in the NES, the first two channels were reserved for the melody. The third was for the bass. The fourth was a noise track, like Jackson said, like for like percussion. Sound yeah, effects the, and things. Yeah, yeah, that's where you would get like a spring noise or like literally most of the time it would just be like a pitter patter. And then like what would like it when I say snare drum, not like snare drum, like you're thinking it sounds like static. It'd be like, right. Shh, right. that kind of stuff. And and the, the, uh, the fifth track was used was used sparingly it wasn't really used that often and for example that was like samples yeah koji kondo who did mario and legend of zelda didn't use it didn't use that fifth track um so a quote from uh, neil baldwin a composer uh, for um nes games he said 
Uh, you had to empty tech. You had to employ techniques to trick the listener into thinking there was more going on than there actually was. If you had all three voices playing a simple triad, you had no voices left for a melody or a bass part. That's when you had to get smart. Use one voice and replace the triad with a fast arpeggio. And bingo, you freed up two voices while maintaining the original content. That's so smart. Yeah, I mean, think about like think about composing music in the sense of like you now only have these options. And you have to, you're like, like think about even composing like like a film score with this idea, where it's like you now can only use four tracks, and you want to get across this in, this this epic thing, and you want the player especially because you have to think about the player the whole time, you want the player to be enjoying this, and you want it to fit the whole thing. So how do you use all of that into making something that can actually be enjoyed like that? And then you, how do you have it react to like you might have a section where like the average player gets through it in one minute. But then there might be someone who it takes them five minutes. How do, how do you accommodate for that without right. it getting stale? And then there are situations where, like, I mean, you might be walking through a section, like if there's like a hub world in a game, you might walk through that for like five hours by the time the game is done. How do you make that not stale? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, like I said, Koji Kondo, he did Super Mario Brothers and Legend of Zelda. Um, so he... For, for, for Mario, he wanted the, the the player to have a more physical experience. Like He wanted the music to be like how the player felt while playing Mario. So he based a lot of the music around like Latin music and waltzes and dancing kind of music. I think in some of the Mario, uh, that, that fifth voice that he's referring to, that typically is what they would use as the sample track. And like they're in that or the did it, did it, did it, you can hear a bit of sampled like... Um, like steel drums yeah. you can hear it very it's very subtle but yeah it's there so um so then for zelda he was going for like trying to make sure that each character had their own theme and that it was like this whole like like you would walk up to a moment in the game and the theme would play and you would already know who you're about to talk to because it's that recognizable and that important right so the the same composer did mario and zelda and yeah and, and way more oh yeah. wow yeah and you would find like and i think this guy is a bit different where he like this became his job like just doing this but you would find a lot in these early games especially like those atari games or just uh you know arcade cabinet ones they would have somebody on the team who's like oh i'm a developer and like somebody knew oh hey chad over here knows how to play music and they're like cool write the write the score wow but yeah. it's really cool that, that was very frequent well, and, and at the like early days of video games and stuff and like arcade games especially it was like the same person works on the same thing on every like arcade cabinet that they did that year yeah. or whatever so it's like, like well it's it's a small company with like five people doing it or yeah right. so like so. the atari guy would do it for all 30 games they released yeah. that year but it's cool to think about like i i feel like then you were saying every character you knew the song really well mm -hmm. and it was very identifiable but now i don't think that's the same so it's kind of like movies when we were talking about like themes like John Williams themes are so yeah. recognizable for parts of a movie or for characters, but now it's not the same. It's more varied. Yeah. And I mean, and I, I think that still happens in some games, but it's, it's more of like a, like a, because video games have become such a vast thing now and they can be so many different things. The music in a video game is so like, like, so the game I've been playing the most recently is a game called new world and it's an MMO RPG that stands for massively multiplayer online role-playing game. Say that one time fast. No, 
So uh, the whole the whole point of that game is like it's basically like you're it, like imagine like Lord of the Rings the video game, right? It's right. like it's like I'm in this mystical world. I like have magic. I'm do, doing quests, all that sort of stuff. The music for a game like that has to be one epic in just the right moments, but it's so rare that it needs to be, and the rest of the time just needs to sound like just chill relaxed well and that's kind of like the function like we talk about like it, I, I think we're gonna like keep going back to films because that's the obvious uh, yeah. you know comparison that everyone can relate with if you don't like video games or have never really just gotten into them or thought about the music at all um but like the big thing with like what i am able to like put them in two different categories is that th- with films you may know, hey, this scene is going to last two minutes. So this is what I'm going to do, and I know like all the beats are going to hit that way. But you, that's not how it works on a video game. Is It, it can be very uh, – and I'm not trying to diminish uh, people who score films, but like, you, if someone walks into a different area, does a specific thing, that can really trigger. Like if Hagen – and uh, you, that was Valorant, right? The, 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 yeah. yeah. The, so in Valorant, if Hagen's going through this area and then he shoots – gets somebody – you need to be able to like work on the fly with that. So, yeah, and and like there's also I'm sure you've experienced this, Jackson. But like, imagine uh, you're playing like a, a, a single player story game, and you're entering this boss fight. Now the music triggers whenever the cutscene's done, right? But let's say you like it's an open world game. You can walk out of that room, and the music will loop until you've it's recognized you're not in that room anymore. And the music stops. And then you go back in the room, and the music starts up again. So it's like, and there have been boss fights where I've, it's taken so long that I've heard the song end and then start back up again. And it doesn't feel like somebody's like, oh, I put the cassette tape in. Like, it, it feels very natural in the world. Like, you go well, from this, like, wallpaper music because you are in between. It, right. it feels natural sometimes, but there's sometimes where it's like the music has you so immersed in that moment. Yeah. And then if there's any kind of fade uh, from a, from that. In a, in a non-natural way, it's like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> what is going on? There's a really unique usage in a more modern game, Dark Souls, which I don't know if you guys know what that is. I know it's a video game. Yeah. <laughs> I've, heard you guys t- I've heard you guys talk <laughs> about that's it. That's all I've got. It's a franchise that like is like, notoriously hard, and uh, basically the bosses, you have to like remember their patterns every single time. But there's this... Uh, it, it took people a little while to figure this out, but... They have these big, like, kind of like Lord of the Rings esque scores in the background, or maybe Game of Thrones is a better example, where it's like this big uh, orchestral score, and you can listen to it. But each of these boss battles has like three, two to three phases. Like you'll get through the first phase, and then you'll it'll change, and the music changes with that. It took people a long time to figure this out, but they figured out that the bosses are actually moving, like their hits went to the rhythm of the music. Not in the sense of like, okay, it's, they hit on one, but it was very much like, okay, here comes the uh, horn blare. That's when he does his big lightning attack. Oh, I love yeah. that stuff. And yeah. it took people forever to figure that out. But that kind of stuff has been in, in plenty of video games where yeah. there's some kind of musical sound cue that's like, shit, it's going to happen. It's well, going to happen. I mean, my, mom, my mother tells a story of when I was playing Mario as a kid. She, would, she could walk into the living room and go like, hey, what do you want for lunch or something like that? And I could turn around and talk to her for a, an extended period of time and still be making it through the levels in Mario yeah. because yeah. I was so used to the sounds. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's it, it's pretty crazy how how all of that sound design goes into everything. But to go back on that loop thing in the Halo 2 remaster. So Halo has incredible music, but when they remastered it for the 10 year anniversary, they brought in um, they brought in the guy who did the Doom music, and they brought in Misha Mansoor, who's the guitar player for Periphery. And they made a couple songs together for the the remaster. Now, when you get to that point in the level, it's like this is so fucking badass. It's a fucking gent song, dude. This is this is amazing. But <laughs> it's a three and a half minute long gent song. So like, <laughs> it, like when you're playing the game on the hardest difficulty, there's like it, it ends. It's done, and then it has to like start over again. And it's like cool. I love hearing this song again, but I want this level to end. It's so hard. Yeah, I remember. Um, speaking of Halo, uh, Incubus had like a side band that was like an intr- uh, or an int- instrumental band called the Time Lapse Consortium, and they did the soundtrack for one of the Halo games. Yeah, and I was like, man, this is fucking cool. Yeah, and 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 so so speaking of that, because this is this is a good time to start our fir- the first question of our game. So I don't know. What, there's a game on the video game podcast. I hate my voice right now. Um, it's okay. So, we all hate it. It was so, really mean of us to have you lead the episode. Well, there really isn't much of an option now, is there? So um, uh, I don't really know what to name this game, but the theme is is the uh, inclusion of famous musicians in modern day uh, in, in video game soundtracks. So that rolled off the tongue. <laughs> it's a good name. Here, Adam can repeat it. Oh, yeah. Nope. <laughs> so uh david cage uh was a game designer he made the game nomad soul and that came out in 1999 he's also made a lot of other shitty games oh i i don't i don't know he's the one david cage if i remember is the one who did uh those games like uh heavy rain where they're basically video they're they're just quick time events and like it's like stories he also did that one with uh elliot page something between two worlds yeah and then also the mo- most recent one where it's like an android society okay yeah well, quantic dream i believe is the studio that is that is you're correct you're 100 correct yeah yeah uh big they big asshole big one. like dude definitely sniffs his farts well, <laughs> well he like, had... just make a fucking movie dude stop making games well he had a wish list of composers to work with for the nomad soul which one of these on his wish list did he end up getting Th- this was 1999 yeah. right okay this is this is his wish list: David Bowie, Massive Attack, or Bjork. Banksy. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess that, that he ended up getting. Yeah. Bjork. Adam. Oh, we're guessing who he actually wound yeah. up with. Okay. Yeah, then probably that. Don't pick the same. That's so no, fucking boring. I, I would agree because I, I pick was gonna David s- Bowie. I don't think that's it though. I think that's who he wanted. Okay. So. For David bonus Bowie points, is the get? correct answer. Oh, I, I fucking told you to pick David Bowie. <laughs> Uh, uh, I think that means you almost you. went full Charlie Day there. <laughs> oh my god, that sound I just made cleared up so much shit. That was awesome. I think that means Somebody that you win him. technically. How did you were trying to win? you were trying to tell me to pick Dave Bowie? You right You're both taking a shot. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so uh, not only did Bowie uh, want to compose the music for the game, like he wanted to do it, he wanted to influence the storyline. Both him and his wife ended up voicing characters, and uh, he like made the fictional band in the game. The game was about like investigating a serial killer. Okay. Yeah. Um, I feel like Bjork would have done it. I don't know. I I, I mean, I just I just assumed that he wanted Bowie, and Bowie's like, I don't know what that is. Well, you got to keep in mind this is the '90s. I think people would be way more into doing uh, video games now, especially well, with like, as I said a couple weeks I ago, mean, yeah. uh, Japanese Breakfast did a 
video game soundtrack just recently. Granted, Bowie was like pretty early to some things, like the internet and stuff. Having like a website when that was like uh, it's yep. fucking weird. What are you What are you doing? Putting your things on the on the uh, you know on the line Someone or whatever. might get but it. And that's what that's what the article I was reading even mentioned. They were like David that, Bowie was yeah. the, one of the first people to do a lot of stuff. And so the fact that he was one of the first like bigger musicians to do this makes a lot of sense. And it the fact that he does wanted to. Yeah. Well, and celebrities are all over video games now. Yeah. Like when World of Warcraft was like peaking, there were just celebrities all over it. Yeah. And it, it's, it's definitely a thing where you see them, especially now with like mocap acting in it. But like uh, there's there's such a thing now where it's like the songs because like with this game, there's so many there's so many songs that were made specifically like it's like kind of like advertisements, uh, like not necessarily part of the game. Um, and so it's like kind of hard, like e like talking about Valorant, Zed has a skin collection. So like the guns the, in the game, you can buy skins for them. The you, line is so great when you're talking about those like yeah. free to play games. Like I mean, well, yeah. well, microtransactions is not what we're here to talk about today. Oh. But so so, uh, <laughs> but he has like a skin collection that's like that's like he helped design. And whenever you like uh, inspect the weapon, like look at it. It plays like a Zed song. Oh. Dave has a skin collection too, right? Oh Not in God. video games, though. Oh my God! <laughs> I don't, don't even know how to respond to that. that. I don't know how to respond to that. I know uh, how to respond to it, but I won't say it. Speaking uh, of World of Warcraft, don't thing, take a bath. I'll, I'll give you guys time to take your shots. Uh, but uh, speaking of World of Warcraft, uh, I know I referenced that Target video of Corpse Grinder uh, from Cannibal Corpse, but uh, second on his video list, and this is on YouTube, really easy to find. Dude is like I, I would assume he still is now, but like dude is obsessed with playing World of Warcraft, and there are tons of videos of him talking just like how much he loves the fucking game. It's it's a, it's a great game. I love. Well, sorry, it literally, was a great my game. partner was saying like, "Hey, I, I've always wanted to play that game. Would you play it with me?" I said, "Absolutely not." Blizzard's canceled. You can't play it now. <laughs> oh, well, regardless of that, I was like, "No, I'm good." But I know Hagen might. <laughs> Is Blizzard the developer? Yeah. Oh, okay. They they should have been canceled a long time ago, but they are like they are canceled, canceled now. I gave them all my canceled bucks. Yay. Okay, so so at this point in time, like sound chips and sound cards have developed to a point where things can you know you can put basically whatever you want to in the game we're technology into like the is, 90s yeah in the 90s which is where like kind of like the the, the 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 research that i did kind of stopped like it's like at that point it's like we you know technology continues to advance and the music now is at a point where it can do crazy things like we know now but one of the things like you already mentioned is talking about games like tony hawk or like gta that have licensed music in it yeah and talking about how first of all the question is how do we feel about that right yeah so like there the, let me let's preface that a little before we start it is like whenever we the way i described this to hagen was like whenever you think of a movie with licensed soundtrack for the most part that takes me out of it because i'm like oh yeah you're just flashing your budget example suicide squad where it's like oh cool you can afford the rolling stones yes there are examples like tarantino and james gunn mm -hmm. who on like guardians of the galaxy and we know tarantino Better We're example good. that's bad is Zach Braff. Yeah, no, that's a great example. Yeah, of how annoying it is, and he's fucking. He's trying to get the the his his, his, his egot. You yeah, know, he has a fucking Grammy. So so with that being Was said, that for like the Garden State soundtrack. Yep. Yeah. Good guess. With that being said, You're killing it. I pat myself on the back. <laughs> that's how I can bring you guys in. How how would you feel like so since you guys know Tony Hawk, there are plenty of other games like. All the sports games became that well way. GTA does this, where they ha Grand Theft Auto has huge soundtracks. Um, well, what else? Yeah. GTA has it in the way that like it's it's 
interactive though. It's like, in the universe. It's in yeah. universe, so like it doesn't stick out on that at all. To me. But even, but even still, licensed music being a part of a game. So Tony Hawk has in the soundtrack, but like a lot of games now, like you said, where it's like in GTA, you get in the car and turn the radio on, right. and then that's what plays. Yeah. Well, the the coolest thing about Tony Hawk and when those games came out was that it was such a such a part of the culture of skateboarding is the music that was played for on those soundtracks. Yeah. So for kids like me who were getting into skateboarding, that was how I got introduced to some of those bands, like Goldfinger and things like that. Well, even before that, like I remember getting like skate videos, like right. cheese and crackers or whatever, and like I remember I was like, okay, what's this? Or getting a CKY video, I'm like, right. cool. Who is him? I want to listen to that. And, and all the artists that were on that original Tony Hawk soundtrack made bank from yeah. that game, and all the skaters too. So that even was like trapped. A, uh, I, I'm sure, and and not to and not to not to go the, the, this direction too quick because I still want to keep talking about this, but they're definitely making bank now because yeah. here's the crazy thing, is now you have to think about how big streaming is, and DMCA music copyright strikes are massive on those streaming services. So if your game has licensed music in it, one streamers might not play it, or two they're gonna play it, and then copyright's gonna come and get them, and then the artist might make more money. Did we ever talk about when? Uh, Metallica played. We didn't. Okay, so like Metallica played BlizzCon, mm -hmm. which is Blizzard. What we just talked about for like World of Warcraft. Yeah, yeah. like so. Yeah, they, they, have, have, they, they have, have, a, have multiple games. They have yeah, Diablo, like Diablo. They have Starcraft. They have uh, Hearthstone. They have all those games. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. So they have a ton of games, and uh, they have a BlizzCon every year, kind of like Comic Con, but on a smaller scale. And uh, Dave Grohl's played BlizzCon. Yeah. With, really? With, with Tenacious D. Oh. So yeah. of oh, yeah. course yeah. it's. Yeah. I mean, Jack Black's a big gamer. Yeah. Of course it's uh you know uh online this year i guess is the way to say it uh and metallica played it and um the the streaming service did they do it on they twitch did it on twitch they did it on twitch twitch recognized they said oh shit this sounds like metallica cool we are going to mute this and <laughs> they got they got they, metallica they, got taken down for their own fucking leopards music. ate their face <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious so they got funny for, I mean, for their stance on like piracy and stuff too, I think that's great. It's, yeah, that's, it that's why it's funny. Yeah. That's hilarious. Did it like play stock music or something like that? No, I mean, no, there's I, videos. I, know, of it. I, I think got taken down. So oh, funny. that's fucking hilarious. I think I think they. Oh, I know they got a. I know that the, the channel got a copyright strike, and I think they got An taken official, down. Official like BlizzCon, like this yeah. is like a big deal. Like Twitch would have like backed the fuck out of this. Yeah, yeah. L like Lars probably made it th happen. Yeah, yeah. No, with absolutely. all the Napster that, stuff. That's the irony. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so beautiful. So, so with like with like the licensed music thing, there's also the 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 guitar hero of it all, right? Yeah. yeah. Now, the interestingly enough, the guitar hero in the room. <laughs> interestingly <laughs> enough, they had licensed music, but then they also had people who didn't let them use their songs. Well, that first so they game, had to like do covers the, of these songs. The first game is entirely covers. Yeah, which I. Like I've played I mean, it a couple times since I first played it, and it is just shocking. Yeah, you're but like, oh shit, this is a cover of uh, that makes sense though because they were not a big like studio or anything, no. right? That was their first like real game that they made. Yeah. So the the really cool uh, thing that happened, uh, like the offshoot of that, is that now, like for me, if I'm learning some songs, if I search isolated bass track because of games like uh, Rocksmith and Guitar Hero, yeah, they've leaked the isolated tracks because they had to get stems to make these games work yeah and it's awesome i yeah. love it it's it's such an interesting thing because because it does give people access to the game to, yeah. sorry to the music but what's interesting is that like in all of these examples that we've given it all makes sense in the context of the game but i mean i, I couldn't think of an example where like licensed music is put in a game where it's like this is bothersome 
Yeah, so here's the way I feel about it is that for the most part, I like it. I can't think of an example where I've yeah. been like, oh, I really wish there wasn't this licensed song in here. But like last night, uh, I was playing a game called Untitled Goose Game. and Such a good game. <laughs> it's a really fun game. It's only like three hours long. I played it from front to back. And I was playing it, and I was just thinking, my partner was watching. Typically, when she's playing a game or I'm playing a game, the other watches. Um, and she was like, hey, I'm so sorry, but this game is not fun to watch. And I was just like, yeah. What? I kind of, no, I kind of got it. But, like, I think it kind of stemmed from, like, there's, like, no music except for specific. Like, there will be a piano track when you yeah. do a specific thing. And I thought to myself, like, hey, this would be, a, this is a great example where, like, oh, I'd love to listen to a podcast in the background or uh, some music. But there's that kind of stigma of, like, hey, well, that's interfering of what you're playing. So when there was games, like, I used to play that burnout game all the time like burnout three and burnout paradise i played all the time and they had great soundtracks much like tony hawk and it, it kind of took that stigma away of like oh i'm i'm okay to listen to music in this game right it yeah. doesn't take away from it i remember being a kid and playing mortal Kombat and listening to the beach boys yeah and like my mom walked into my bedroom and she was like you're you're a weird kid it's like, wouldn't it be nice finisher? So I'm going to give us another question from the game now before we go into something else. So um, Michael Jackson composed portions of the music for what classic video game? Any guesses before we start? No. It's not Dark Souls. I mean, unless it's a Michael Jackson licensed like game. Which, yeah. that's what I thought it was going to be. Like, was Thriller... Like, did that have a game? They, it did, I think. It did. There was Moonwalker. Not, yeah. That's at free play. It's called Moonwalker, and it's actually a really fun game. It's like that uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game. But do you have to be 18 or older to play? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. That's why I didn't want to bring up this question. Uh, <laughs> you gave away all your cancel I watched him at 4.30. I watched him. <laughs> I watched him say, I really don't want to talk about Michael Jackson and try to figure something else out. He's like... I guess we'll do this. There's other, there are other options, but this is a good one. So, uh, Michael Jackson composed portions of the music for what classic game? A, Sonic the Hedgehog. B, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. C, Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Or D, Luigi's Mansion. Oh, what a good multiple choice. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking great. One, say, two, I'm three, say, or D. What was the last one? Luigi's Mansion. Oh, I'm going to say Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I'll say Luigi's Mansion. It is Sonic the Hedgehog three? Oh, so <laughs> what the fuck? I didn't know what year those came out. So. Did you? That that sounds like uh, ninety four. Uh, the show was, was the three. Was three? Okay. The the show New Girl Prince was on an episode of that because he loved the show. Okay, so here's the interesting thing about that, this. Yeah, Ed Sheeran really was weird. on Game of Thrones, yeah. and they totally did all the Prince. <laughs> so was the Starbucks cup. Yeah, yeah. Everybody loved it. So here's the interesting. Well, they didn't thing. edit out the redhead. They they what? They didn't edit out? Edit, edit. Fuck. <laughs> Did I say Ed out? Yeah, he yeah. said. That's why I said what. He's just so, shortening words. It's fine. So interestingly enough, wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. um, Michael Jackson went uncredited for this. Um, so what a loaded question. How would we know oh, that? Like that. Hold how do you, do you know any of this that we're talking no, about right man, now? So it doesn't matter. Was so, that by choice or 
Like, it's, un, it's unknown. So you you would have known about this because you went uncredited, uncredited and uh, through um, a 2016 investigative piece in the Huffington Post, <laughs> they discovered it was Huff Post that discovered <laughs> it this? was Huff Post. So through, do we believe them? <laughs> I mean, I believe it because did it, it, it did the article end something like this? And after all these allegations, we did find something interesting. <laughs> Speaking of kids, so we so did find uh, one lighthearted thing. It's unclear why he went uncredited. Uncredited. It's possible that it was because, like at this time, controversial news was starting to come up. It's also possible that he was unhappy with the music. That's like kind of well, he uh, was uh, in uh, uh, the it's... Simpsons episode, and I don't yeah. think he was credited for that. I think it was just like, a, oh, I think that's Michael Jackson. Yeah, where he was like, and it was uh, a pseudonym yeah. at the end, right? At at the time that came out too, though, it could have been a I don't think video games are cool. I don't want to be right. involved or attached to them. So, or he was planning a game called Leaving Neverland. <laughs> So, I don't get it. Can you explain? Yeah, you're a kid trying to escape Michael Jackson's mansion. Oh, that's not. Fun. I should I should have stopped that. Uh, so. Sorry, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, um, this this kind of leads into like the thing that I love the most, which is um, Jackson. <laughs> I got something in my tooth. I thought you were gonna like pull out your teeth. I, I was like, damn, does he have dentures? <laughs> you did it like that in the jackass thing where like Stevo takes his tooth out. I was like, oh my god. Hagen's about to show us his vulnerable side. So the roof of it, the gum of his, his mouth. <laughs> so this leads I'm into honored. We've, and we've already talked about it a little bit, but modern day video game music and how fucking cool and badass it can be. It's super evolved over the years because, like, what like other than the Tony Hawk one, what people most of the time reference are these like chip tune, which like chip tune is super cool. Like nothing against that. But whenever I think of it, like a really great example is Final Fantasy VII came out, I think it was 94, 97, something like that. It came out in the 90s and it was very much one of those things where like it came out on like the first PlayStation and stuff like that. So it had a decent sound card, but it was very much that kind of stuff like that. Yeah, And then they just last year released a remake of a portion of that game and the same composer took what they composed for that in that like chip tune, like 16 bit and like made it, it sounds like a Hans Zimmer piece. Like yeah. the opening thing sounds like something from Pirates of the Caribbean. And it's just like, wow. Holy shit. And, 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 and like we've mentioned already, Halo, um, Adam, you said that you think of Halo. Could you sing us a little bit of the Halo theme? Oh, I have no idea. God you're damn it. You're not, the only one that, with the bass, the baritone. For it's this. not that memorable to me actually, but oh. like, if I heard it, <laughs> he got into heather tones uh, there. Uh, see, and then can now I go. Stuff. That's right. That's memorable. Yeah, hey, your your singing voice sounds great right now. It's very Hans Zimmer. And then this is not a, it's not a question because I'm telling you right now. Steve Vai played the guitar solo on that. Of course he did. It's 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 like this YouTube video of Steve Vai just like being such a tool while he's doing it. It's so it's so hard to watch. I, that's Steve Vai for you. By the way, I hate that album cover of his where he's got the guitar that's like all like deflated. Have y'all seen that? No, I haven't seen it, that. It looks like the guitar is like melting. It, I fucking hate I it. I think Steve Vai is like Batman now where he has just like this. <laughs> well, like, no, he has video. There are videos of him and he's like, this is my guitar room. I have 800 guitars. Yeah. like, fuck you, dude. And he and just he, sits around until the phone rings and he like lifts up the thing and picks it up and he's like, Steve Vai, we need you for a solo. And he's like, I'll be right there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, can I? Can't, I'll, I'll I'll do it. I'll be right there, <laughs> dude. It sounds great now with your. It's, it sounded right before, but um, so You're such a good Batman. So so there's there's this like this whole um, like 
this whole sudden rise in video game music becoming crazy. So Jackson, you've been recently playing um, uh, the Pod Racer game, right? And that yeah. came out in the '90s. That hit him. That was crazy, dude. Um, so flipped him the bird. That uses Star Wars music, and that yeah. was in the '90s. Ima- like, imagine how cool it is, like for like someone who's maybe our age now playing the N64 and then picking up Star Wars Pod Racer, and it has Star Wars music in it. What, That's so cool. Well, and think about how weird it would be if it didn't. Yeah, like, exactly. To us, that seems totally normal. Yeah, I, I love there's, uh, I think it's on like one of the Tatooine races. Uh, they have the Duel of Fate, Fate song. Yeah. And I was like, this this feels weird. This, yeah. this doesn't <laughs> dun, match. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> was it called uh, N64 because it was 64-bit? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that was a selling point? Yep. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, so and, and then you have like, like I remember when Skyrim came out and the theme from Skyrim is, is, is that same kind of like, like men's chorus sung, uh, it's this, it's like Nordic, uh, I'm like, now it's not coming to my mind. It's da, da, dun, da, da, dun, da, da, dun, 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 No, it's Pirates no, of the Caribbean. No, that's Pirates of the Caribbean. I was about to be like, well, we should I don't know much, that, but it's I close, think that's it's, it's close to, the, it's close to that, but I remember. Like two people are screaming at the podcast right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, two people? <laughs> yeah, because we're talking <laughs> about video games. <laughs> So one of them's me next week listening to this episode. <laughs> you're, you're like you're like yelling at yelling at your wife like, wait, he sang the wrong part right here. <laughs> I can't fucking get it. Like, yeah, you you fucked it. I did. I yeah. But anyway, point being is that when that game came out, it, um, it was like a it was a huge release for the like this this franchise, and there were a lot of nerds in my men's choir in in high, in college, and we all went to our our uh, director and we're like, can we? please do the theme from Skyrim yes. at the next concert. And he said no. That, that game came out <laughs> yeah. on November 11th, 2011. 11, Were 11, you like 11. Five? Why, yeah, why do you know that? Well, I remember no, no, because, because I, I went to the midnight release to get it yeah. and like all of the guys from my men's choir were there and i was like oh you guys like games too free, were you in men's choir no what a shame and and, <laughs> and 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 but here's the thing so here's a side side story about 11 11 11 so there was a couple whose baby was born on that day and uh they named their child dovahkeen which is uh, which uh. is which is in the game's language for dragonborn and because of that that company gave them a lifetime supply of free games. Now, the last time they released an Elder Scrolls game was in 2011. <laughs> that's amazing. What did they name the baby? Dovahkeen. Like, that's all well and good, but, like, imagine being Dovahkeen for the rest of your fucking life. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, you're, you're changing it, your name. As, as, of, as of right now, you are about to turn 10, Yeah. and your name is Dovahkeen, and you've been bullied so fucking yeah. much. So do why, you have the Skyrim theme yeah, right so to go? Why, you fucking yeah. asshole. If you want to play it in your you. ear real quick. No, but, just fucking just, no not I, into the mic. We uh, can't afford that. But uh, <laughs> I, I totally get why you did what you did. There's no way. It's a... Yeah, that's what they do. So it it was a ripoff of Pirates. Fast. Yeah. Well, so what came first? Pirates. Pirates. Definitely Pirates. Yeah, yeah. But but so the point being is that like soundtracks now, music music in video games now has evolved to a point where it can be anything we want it to be. Also, it serves the same purpose of yeah. You know, I don't know if we ever stated explicitly, but what a video game needs to do is it needs to set the tone, or video game music needs to set the tone. What a video game needs to do is it needs me to forget about my life. Yes. <laughs> Escapism. 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 <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but it's 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 really cool to see how far it's come, especially with now how you can have you know we complain about home studios and things like that. It's like studios aren't a real thing. You can we have logic. We're doing this from your house. Yeah, yeah. I have friends that like are musicians that decided, hey, I really want to make video game music, and they just did it. They yeah. just started doing it. I have friends who did the same thing who yeah. don't know music because right. they've been able to like. Uh, those old chiptune ones it's very like it's like a sequencer and if you just keep like plucking away it you'll figure it well, out it, which it, is there's awesome. a part of it's me that thinks that's enough. terrible it, it's cool <laughs> it's cool okay i'm glad you said that it's, it's limited enough too you can like teach yourself how to do that because yeah. those like constraints kind of help you learn how to do things so. yeah so like the function of video game music is to be able to loop as we've said it needs to potentially be played for hours. I mean, there are cool examples of like I think in Mario Kart 64, the theme song and the like, the title card. If you play that, I think it's like 30 times uh, all the way. Something cool happens, like a little like animation happens. Like it, it's one of those things where it's just kind of cool. And in some of those like Mario Kart uh, like like songs for each track, there's like saxophone solos. Like yeah. people people are like doing like some insane musical Wee! stuff. And there's like banjo in that too, yeah. seemingly. Yeah. Yeah. So like they, they need to be played for hours, seamless transitions, convey tone, obviously, uh, and then all that without getting stale. I mean, it's just what's super cool is you think about that looping aspect and you're like, if you were to think about like that eight bit or chip tune, it's very clear how you can loop that. Like I, I'm sure even Adam, you can think of like, okay, I see it's very clear if it's a even se- even simple minded yeah. Adam even over here. Non musician. <laughs> <Not musician. laughs> Our resident non-musician. Oh, I'm sorry. He's got his this knuckles the on the that table. Never ends. <laughs> That's how you loop it. So, uh, like, it's a, it's a sequencer. So, like, you could think, like, okay, I see how you could loop that. But they do the same thing now. Like, uh, like the Naughty Dog games that make like Last of Us and Uncharted. Uncharted makes the same thing where it's like supposed to feel like Indiana Jones. So they have these huge like John Williams esque scores, and they have to make those be able to loop. So how do you get like an actual, I don't know how many pieces are in an orchestra, but an actual whatever piece orchestra, how do you get that song to loop? That's incredible. It's 64 pieces in orchestra because 64 bit. Oh, okay. So we'll work up from there. (laughs) That's how the orchestra was formed (laughs) when Nintendo 64 came out. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like the, the, the detail that goes into video game music is kind of insane considering like how big game design is and it goes into kind of like almost like a bigger conversation in my brain where because video games go into such a giant crunch time where like there's a release date set and you have to release the game on that date or else and so like you're now putting composers in a spot where it's like fuck i need to finish like exactly the sound design and the music for this instantly which is so this is a, a, a kind of a dig and also a compliment at Breath of the Wild. Because Breath of the Wild is an amazing soundtrack, Legend of Zelda. But it is just like so, I, someone on a piano just like... Yeah, well, it's and then so it stops. Cool. It's so peaceful. The other day I was working... <laughs> right. The other day I was working and I put on one of those playlists of like to study to, but it was Breath of the Wild piano music with rain in the background. I was like, this is the fucking shit. <laughs> study or sleep to. I mean, that would put me out. It's both. It's like, it's it's so it's so it's so peaceful, and then like you'll like interact with something, and some it'll like suddenly yeah. shift. You'll hear like a piano. Di- well, yeah. that that's a like a notorious like Zelda Legend, thing yeah. is like when you solve a puzzle in a Zelda dungeon, uh, it there's a like ascending piano line, and it's the same line every time. 
Right. Yeah. There's so that like that's how you know. Again. Yeah. It's the exactly. same thing. But wasn't there in a Zelda game an instrument you could play? Yes. Yeah. Ocarina yeah. of Time. Yeah. Ocarina of Time. Yeah. yeah. That's now, so cool. And then, and then we get back to like the rhythm games and yeah. how that works. But then like like talking about like the dopamine, I think about playing Pokemon. Right? Did anyone here play Pokemon? Yes. Okay. So no. whenever you like <laughs> You have to leave. <laughs> whenever, okay. whenever you like were in like the grass or whatever, and you encountered a Pokemon or you were gonna fight something, it was that. Right? Is that? It's that like spinning. Yeah, like to just jump you right. You guys want to try that again? No, I don't. Take it from the top. You don't know the song. So there. I know what songs sound like though. That's not it. So there are there were so many times where I was like. Because because also the sound design of that game was whenever your Pokemon were about to die, your screen was flashing. Or like when you're in a fight, it's that super stressful to put right. a child through. And so I have I have <laughs> I have like 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 stressful memories of me like trying to get my Pokemon to the like to the Poke Center so I could hear the do 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 like hear that hear the happy music there, and all I hear is dun 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 like fuck I gotta go please. <laughs> It, there's this weird feeling like I love film scores, but for some reason I have more nostalgic like attachment towards video game music, even stuff that like I played recently. I mean, it's it's probably because you were doing something yeah. when that happened, a, so you have like a direct association it's a, with it's, it. It's a simple answer of interaction, right? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, the when I saw, I saw Jimmy Eat World live, and uh, as soon as I heard them start playing, I thought of Gran Torino. The racing game because I yeah. used to listen to the records. So uh, Gran Torino is actually the um, uh, Clint Eastwood movie. Oh, Gran Turismo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That, sorry. That's it. Sorry. I just like if, if we're Jeez. being dicks to. So each actually, other. Gran Torino is the. That's Clint not Eastwood what a song movie. sounds like. Plug your nose, boys. No, he's Jackson, Jackson no, actually, that. Jackson's a you know a dickhead. Cons- <laughs> I jumped on that. I was like, he he attacked me. I'm going for him. <laughs> so this actually, bitch is Jackson's talking to chairs dickhead. over here. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's it, it really you really feel something with that music in a video game because you because you are doing it. It's interaction, and they have written it in that way. Yeah. So you do feel like you are part of it, right? Um, anything else before the last game, Jackson? I cut you off. I'm so sorry. No, I was just gonna recommend some uh, video game soundtracks. So would you want to do that before, then the game, then what we're listening to? Um. Yeah. I mean, let's yeah let let, let let's recommend some shit. Yeah. So I, I've got a couple like specifically picked out for uh, the two non-video game listeners here. Cool. So, Adam, this one's for you. Uh, it's an indie game called Kentucky Route Zero. It's more of like a Brian Eno-esque like, soundscape where it's not something that you would typically just sit down and be like, wow, this sounds amazing. It's just more of like it really can you know, convey a tone in that way. But then like interspersed in that, the uh, the composer also wrote these like folk songs that were performed by this folk band that they hired out, and it like ties into the story. And it's like, I listened to this from front to back, just the soundtrack, without playing the other day. And I was like, wow, this is so weird. How like I can remember what I was doing, and like through these like like twenty minutes of soundscapes, and then out of nowhere, I hear this banjo coming in, and this guy talking about going to see God. And I was like, whoa that's like kind of chilling so like on steven's record yeah pretty much (laughs) (laughs) dave doom 2016 it is just a hard going gent album i went running to it the other day and i was just like yeah this is great i looked at my feet and i was running to the pace 
Nice. It got my adrenaline going. It was super fun. They they played that they played uh, a lot of that soundtrack live um, at some. It, it wasn't it wasn't BlizzCon, but it was one of those events. Yeah, and it's just this one guy uh, that Hagen mentioned earlier, and like that guy's now being like hired out to do like uh, like metal records with yeah. people. Like <sighs> that's so cool. It's incredible. Uh, this is one that like if you're really into like licensed soundtracks, but you have already like exhausted your Tony Hawk's your GTA's. Death Stranding, which is a Hideo Kojima game that people shat on really hard, but I loved it. But it has oh, this why? amazing. Why did they shit on it though? Why did they shit on it? Because the gameplay is delivering packages. It's walking simulator. <laughs> it's it's so a fucking fun. walking it's, simulator. And you're and it's you're a playing beautiful walking simulator. And you're playing as uh, Norman Reedus. Oh, the guy from uh, <laughs> Walking, uh, walking Dead. Dead. Okay. Or Boondock Saints. Yeah. Uh sorry. I just had to be douchey for a second. <laughs> But yeah, so like that, know. that's Our an amazing licensed soundtrack where they have people like uh, churches wrote the title track, uh, Death Stranding, and then there's people like uh, Bring Me the Horizon yeah. on it. There's all these like, there's this band that apparently broke up like five years ago that is on it like five times that are like, this is just incredible. And then uh, my personal favorite is Persona 5. It is the best soundtrack of all time. And if anyone ever finds that final, I don't care how much it costs contact me i've tried to buy it so many times you should you you guys should also listen to that one it is it insane is so it good. is it is such a good soundtrack it's like it's it's like this wild like a, a lot a lot of these video games have like really crazy musical elements but this is like math rock and like just like it's, it, it's like it works like a big so band well. it's, yeah. it feels like big band music yeah. and like it, it it's a japanese uh rpg game so it's it's very much like yeah, fuck, it's so good. And Adam, you, I think you should listen to the David Bowie thing because, like, we listened to it earlier. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious about it now. And I know that's a thing. We both were like, we don't like David Bowie, <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, we like, 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 it, it makes sense. Like, right. it, it sounds like a David Bowie song. You know, like, like the soundtrack feels like David Bowie, and it's it, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. So, Do you I, have any recommendations? Halo. Uh, Skyrim, those are the big ones. Those are the ones that are like those. Those soundtracks have stuck out for me forever. The music for those. I know I sang Pirates of the Caribbean, but <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Um, e even as a non-video game person, the Skyrim theme. If uh, if I heard it, I'd be like, yeah. I, same yeah. thing with Halo. I'd be like, I know what that is. And um, fuck, and let's throw Pirates of the Caribbean in there while we're at it. Nope. And if you've ever there was probably a video game. Probably. I think probably the most important one that I realized in the middle of this episode because I brought it up is the Pokemon music. Yeah. That music is like more important to me than probably like any video game music to ever exist. It um it brings so much emotion to you while you play the game. Say what you will about like there's a lot of people who hate the newer Pokemon games. The music is still solid and it makes you like feel like you're a part of this environment that's just absolutely incredible. Um and and there's and there's games that like so like. Uh, I talked about Valorant earlier. Um, there's a game I play called Apex Legends that um, they, you know, in, in a lot of, like, online games, you can't have music the entire time because you're fighting against people, so you have to hear things. It's really important that you actually have audio, like, to hear footsteps and stuff like that. But whenever they do have music, it's like, this is so fucking good. This is unbelievably cool. And they'll have, like, different themes based on the event that's happening and so on and so forth. So, uh, But those are my big three, and they're, they're definitely – oh, and Undertale fucking undertale um i can't remember the composer's name but he made the game and wrote yeah. the music oh wow and i'm so shocked i brought undertale up to you before dave i'm so shocked you never heard it because my students are the one that showed me this and so many have brought this up to me right the music is so cool 
Yeah. It's unbelievably cool. Dude, speaking of like younger generations bringing up music, they still bring up the Mario theme. Yeah, like I know how to play that because of my students. Yeah, most, like most of the the main themes. And then like and then the I, I know how to play. I know that the the when you get a star theme is is just two major sevens, C major seven, walk down to B major seven. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, what kind of uh, – what is uh, Mario's overalls made out of? Chris Pratt. Denim, denim, denim. Damn it. All right. All right, one What's last question. Last game? <laughs> so um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, in the 2014 almost sequel to Halo, Destiny. I say almost sequel because it's made by like – It's the same studio. Bungie, yeah. and it's like has similar things, but a lot of the people that made Halo what it was left Bungie before Destiny came out. Anyway, um, Destiny had a famous musician write the credit sequence music. Who was it? Dave Grohl, Trent Reznor, Paul McCartney, or Iggy Pop? What year was this? 2014. I'll say it again. Dave Grohl, Trent Reznor, Paul McCartney, or Iggy Pop? You go first. Sir Paul McCartney. I'll say Iggy Pop. I'm going to say Trent Reznor. So I know I'm, I'm like very very confident it's not Trent Reznor. So you said Iggy Pop. Yeah. And you said Trent Reznor. Trent Reznor. The answer is Paul McCartney. So why oh. do you think uh, oh, Trent Reznor wouldn't? No, I'm not saying he wouldn't, but I I think that he's only done one video game score. What is it? Yes. What is it? Offhand, I don't remember. Quake. Quake. Which yeah. is like one okay, of the yeah. first games. Because that's like that Quake how, and Doom are like. Yeah. That is how he got started in doing like film scoring stuff. Was like that was a good like sample of like. Uh, but apparently he loved like he loved the the classic like dungeon first person shooter vibe. He like he wanted to do that. He yeah, was all not about surprising. that. That makes yeah. sense though. Yeah. Um, so Paul McCartney wrote a song that the name is now not coming to me. I didn't write it down. I'm an idiot. Something um, the future. Fire, fires yeah, the future. Yeah. yeah. But okay, so there so, will be a future. <laughs> there I will think be it, a future. Yeah. He wrote the song for the Destiny title sequence or, or ending sequence, and we listened to it before you guys got here at four thirty. And, uh, <laughs> and i was asleep and man they like so like when i was reading about it they were like it sounds like a beatles song like it sounds like paul mccartney short and i'm like it sounds like a bad beatles song sounds like a, a pearl jam song with <laughs> like a new pearl jam song with paul mccartney auto-tuned over and if you does, look does it paul up McCartney know what video games are though you know who knows no <laughs> yeah you just kind of hold the controller i guess if you it was if, actually john who wanted to break up <laughs> if you if you look it up, he's dead. You can't on ask Spotify, him. There are five remixes of it. So there's the original <laughs> on one on one like tr- on one album on Spotify. There's the there's the original and then four five remixes of the it. The one I, remix he played sounded like a church song. And yeah. I'm like, Ugh. I like the idea of him doing all of the remixes. Going, I'm just gonna do it again. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we gotta talk about what we're listening to because I'm gonna pee myself if we Uh-oh. don't. Well, well, I mean, real real quick. Then I you go last say, and go pee. No, don't Keep going. I just want to say that that video game music is a really big, important part of mine, and I'm speaking for Jackson. Are both of our lives. Um, if you don't play video games, you know no one's making you play video games. But the music and the the, uh, the sound design is really cool. And um, if you feel like checking out any of our suggestions, you totally should just put those on like background music. Yeah, don't it, go into it thinking it's much like scores where it's yeah. like yeah okay so. There are iconic themes from Indiana. There's the iconic theme from Indiana Jones or Superman. But, like, can you name me all the other songs from Superman? There's also the entire rest of the score. Where it's like, there are people like Adam and me and Hagen in this instance, where it's just like, we we would listen to that. I listen to scores, too. Okay. Just not the kind of scores you do listen to. So Like Pirates of the Caribbean. (laughs) (laughs) 
don't go into this thinking that it's going to be hits. Like there, there may be hits in there, but like for the most part, it's going to be, you know, kind of that like conveying a tone. And like, if you've never played the game, like I did this for Japanese breakfast, uh, they just, or she just released, uh, for a game Sable that she did the soundtrack for. Um, and that just came out this year and I haven't played the game. Um, and I was just, I listened to it and was trying to think like, oh, I wonder what happens at the game at this point. Like there's kind of some more like gym bays in the background. So I was like, what does that mean for like what, what's happening in the game? Which was kind of fun. Whenever there are gym bays, it means it's a low paying gig. <laughs> so, <laughs> can, so no, but, can I borrow your cancel box? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like you said before, like um, you can listen to these soundtracks if you're doing things like you went running and listened to the, was it Skyrim Doom. or Doom? So you're not going to listen to it, obviously. No, I just I recommended the name that of it. one from him. Ugh. So, Sorry. but point being, <laughs> that was a that, joke, by the way. <laughs> point being is that uh, as, as as much as this is a fun episode for us to talk about, like this also is a thing where there's a lot of modern and like famous musicians who are making video game music, who are involved in the process, and the music is really cool. So if you haven't listened to not even a soundtrack, just go listen to like the Halo title sequence, or go listen. I'm, I'm sure you know Mario. You probably know Pokemon. But probably, go, it's playlists everywhere. Yeah, go listen. Go go listen to uh, uh, Persona Five. Go listen to Chrono Trigger. That's a great one too. Ducktales has a great one, like the the one on the NES. Like no joke, Ducktales. Man, I was about to interrupt you. Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> That's true. Donkey Kong Country, and probably the probably one of the biggest one for biggest video game in my life as like a as a kid. Ooh. Uh, uh, I was trying to do. I was trying to do a uh, a donkey noise. You and totally. Donkey Kong. Uh, is is, is Banjo Kazooie? And you were talking about banjos earlier. I was gonna bring it up, but oh. the the music uh, yeah, in that so. is just a banjo. Yeah. It's so good. That's appropriate. <laughs> but it's great. It's a it's an it's an incredible soundtrack. So. Can we finish the episode talking like they do? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just gonna finish going. <laughs> That's how they talk in that. <laughs> I have a, I have a, I, I was gonna do that. I have a really fond memory because, like, I was like, I thought the other day, I was like, oh, I don't know if I've ever played Banjo Kazooie, and then I thought, oh shit, no, I have because that came out when I was a kid and I could read, but it was one of those things where, like, reading in a video game, it like, if you're a child, you're just gonna skip through it all and you're gonna miss everything. Right. But in that game, to save on voice acting, they had them make those noises that I was making, and you had to read a block of text. And I remember sitting, like, cross-legged next to my dad uh, on the N64, and he would read the whole game to me. And I was like, oh, that's, like, heartwarming. You know, I didn't yeah. even know I had that memory. Yeah. You know, this is maybe the meanest thing I could ever say. And that is the, the only <laughs> positive memory I have with my dad is playing Banjo-Kazooie and Banjo-Tooie. Holy shit. Banjo-Tooie? <laughs> Banjo-Tooie? <laughs> So, like, when you hear a banjo, do you, are you like, Dad? <laughs> no, it's when I hear the... Uh, <laughs> you're like, God, I want a Bud Light. <laughs> so, let's say what we're listening to. Hagen, if you're going to say what I was listening to, I have a backup. You're no, no, no. I, I think, I think honest, I mean, I, I really don't have... I mean, I, I listen to that today. That's it. Okay. So, I mean, you take it. Um, so, I don't want to go first. I'll go first. <laughs> Both uh, Zach Brown Band and Coldplay came out with new records this week, and I listened to both of them. Why? Exactly. <laughs> just just to be like, let me let me see what like they're both several albums into their discography. They've and it's obvious not, not just hosting. several, but like a lot. Several and, have been bad recently with Coldplay, at least. Yeah, and yeah. So the Coldplay album was I was like, okay, 
uh, I feel like he's just running out of things to sing about, and it's, he's getting into um, like the atmosphere. <laughs> the album's called Music of the Spheres. So Amber is the color of your atmosphere. Right. It, I mean, it kind of felt like Whoa. that kind of a thing. But <laughs> we Zach, can't afford this song. Zach Brown Band, they have the potential to make really crazy music, and just like he's a great songwriter. But the album's called The, the Comeback, and it feels like he's trying to write hits. Ooh. Why are you laughing at that? What? Yeah, because I, I said, "Come, God, you're about to get married." Go I was going to say, <laughs> you can tell Hagen's mentally breaking because he laughed at that. I, 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 you know, I just talked about video game music. For also, a while. if if Hagen laughs at the word "come," I feel like he's doing okay. Yeah. That's true. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. That's true. I'm fine. I'm fine. Did you have anything you liked this week? Because I listen to a lot of music I don't mention. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not in... gonna mention the bad, bad, not good album. Yeah, well, I got back into uh, Daddy's Home, the St. Vincent record, because I've yeah. been seeing lots of live footage and the live show is incredible. But did you it... go? No, I want to though. Okay, sorry, I thought you said. No, I followed. She was the... just in town. Yeah, I know. I Justin, got, Justin Medell Johnson is the is the bass player and music director, and he. Did you go? No, you got I free got, tickets and I didn't got, go. Yep. Okay. <laughs> It's a great I, that's, that's his I'm thing, wheeling and free, dealing on Reddit right yeah, he's now. Getting, <laughs> he's getting free tickets from people and then just not going. <laughs> just be like, I, nice. had, I had tickets. I just couldn't go. I was too busy doing another I was too busy, too busy playing video games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that just a bunch of random stuff, too. Cool. Uh, I listened to a ton of stuff this week. Uh, Porches has a new album that like, I'm super into. We saw them at... Uh, I don't know if you guys were there when we saw them at uh, South by, but um, we saw them at South by and super cool, like New York band, really short record, like 25 minutes. So like it like it gets in and gets out, which in my opinion, in this case is like really good. But uh, most notably, what I uh, listened to this week was uh, the Illuminati hotties have released a new record called Let Me Do One More. And like this has like quickly become my favorite album this year that like it's- I fucking amazing i had to rewrite my top five list that i keep on my phone at all times of like for each year and i was like oh fuck i gotta i gotta edge out like i think it was like lingua ignota was number one at that moment i had to push her down a little bit that kind of stuff so like it's just a super fun like you'll think that you listen to the first uh, song on this record and think like oh it's like a fun indie like punk record and then it quickly becomes something else there's a song with buck meek on it that i sent to hagan to get him into it because i asked him at the bachelor party i was like hey have you listened to the illuminati hotties and he goes no and okay, i was just I don't like think, I, don't, I don't think i scoffed at you i think that we were all super anxious the entire time and up to a certain point all right <laughs> Can we listen to Spirit Box? <laughs> yeah. I okay. Yeah. Everyone's anxious. What do you want to listen to? I don't know. How about somebody screaming for dear life? Right. All right. First no, of all, like no, he genuinely all, asked no. that on the ride home to Denton. I, I was like, Dave, you need to talk to me the whole time. I'm really anxious. And Hang's like, can we listen to Spirit Box? I was like, I can't say no to him. That's why I asked. And, and I faded. Like, I don't know if anyone else saw it other than Dave and me, but I faded the music all the way to the I, back I so I couldn't yeah. listen. Yeah. I, know yeah. I was like, that. I can't listen to screaming music right I, now. I like. I was. I. I knew that I had the power in that moment because we'd already like and i did it we'd already done enough things where i felt like okay i feel comfortable now asking for something dude this is your day and you can do whatever only, you want and the only thing that i want to ask for is can i listen to the to spirit box record and i did it I, I i made it work for both of us you just faded the music all the way to the back yeah well, also yeah. i want to say the entire time we we're at the cigar place you guys were talking about video games and things like that Comics. i didn't say boring once 
yeah, yeah. I didn't say boring and, once. And, 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 and you also were smoking a cigar. And I was smoking a cigar. Like, I had like five puffs, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, uh, yeah, I sent that to Hagen, uh, the Buck Meek track. And, like, it is just like, it's like Buck Meek is on a track. Like, it's exactly what you expect. It's just wild. It's a wild record. I, like, I don't know if it'll stay number one or if that's just, like, how I feel about it right now. But it's definitely in my top five the, easily. The, the biggest bummer of the record is the first song called Pool Hoppin'. Should have been the summer hit of the year. Yeah, and, <laughs> and it came out October. last week. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's also because the second song is M M M O O O A A. And you cannot you'll, talk about M M M O O A A. And you'll get Y-A-Y. the <laughs> you'll get the name of the song when you listen to it. Okay. Yeah, it is so good. Yeah. Like that song might be one of the best on the record. Yeah. Adam, what have you been? Uh, speaking of scores, I listened to uh, what? What yeah. have you been albuming? <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of scores, I listened to Explosions in the Sky's new album that's also a score for a PBS documentary that I don't think is actually out uh, about Big Bend. That's the name of the album. Was Trent Reznor not available? Trent Reznor. Trent, yeah, I think Trent Reznor. <laughs> I thought you said Trenton. What's up, Trenton? <laughs> I think he was not available. Um, but they, they've done film scores before, and it's pretty good. So. <laughs> wait, wait. Explosions in the Sky, every record sounds like a film score. Yeah, I was like, going to no, say. It does. Like, it does, but I mean, like, they've only PBS done... PBS just call them and go, are you guys working on anything? I, yeah. I, I think that might be the case. Cause it, yeah, we have a pandemic album. <laughs> it seems like uh, just a normal album for them. Uh, I mean, for people who don't know, it's just post-rock, like, instrumental stuff. Uh, but it's very Friday very Night similar. Lights is their big. Friday Night Lights is the one that they did. Yeah. Might be the only other one, actually, but... Uh, I mean, it's it's good. If you like that kind of music, it's good. It's great. Uh, yeah. But it is it is weird that it's... Apparently, as far as I can tell, for a documentary that's not even out and the album came out beforehand. So it's like, yeah, I think this is not a score. This is just an album you guys had. There's nothing right. I love more than that where it's just like, hey, Eddie Vedder, will you uh, score our movie Into the Wild? He's like, yeah, I got a ukulele album. It's like, no, 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 score it. He's like, yeah, I got this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like that album. Well, no, it's great. But like, there's nothing I love more than like, yep, Daft Punk scored this. Right. Yep, this yeah. is a Daft Punk album. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is such big dick energy. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm listening to uh, people texting me about my wedding that's in a week. <laughs> and hey, when's the wedding? Oh yeah, were you supposed to ask you for like directions or something? Is that <laughs> what's that what's the what's the most? Uh, it starts at five thirty, right? <laughs> what's the dumbest text you've gotten? It might be the one I just got. Um, okay, I don't know. Then don't read it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've I've I've, I've no three days from now. I've gotten I've gotten I've gotten one where like I had spoken to this friend. He received an invitation, and then we were talking, and he was like, "Oh my god, Jane married! That's so cool!" Like it was the first time they heard that news, and I was like, "Fuck." Um, well, you it, know who won't be there. If yeah, it makes you feel better, I actually got a text from my mom about your wedding. Uh, during this podcast <laughs> that's cool i mean I, I like like there really hasn't been too many issues it's just like it's just every once in a while i get a text and i'm like actually no you know what i will say some frustrating shit that and i'm so sorry if you listen to this i don't think i don't think he does there's no way um so this friend of mine asked what to wear to the wedding but in the same message said my suit doesn't fit so you know what to wear to a wedding because you know that you should wear a suit. <laughs> they're not in the wedding. They're just at the wedding. They, they're asking yeah, 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 for yes, yes, so yes, it's yes. like shut Extra up, just show up in jeans if you have to. Yeah. you're not going to be in the Don't pictures. Show up in jeans. And the reason that I was talking to this person is that I was trying to figure out plus one names. So then this person says, "Hey, can it be a plus two? And I was like, "Hell yeah, they're going for a good night." Yeah. 
to bring their parents. Oh. <laughs> it went from a good night to like the most boring night. <laughs> and I was like, no, it's not a plus two. It's a plus one. Good on you it's also for putting a, your foot down. It's a bit late to be asking that question at this point. I just needed plus one If they had asked this names. like months ago, yeah, dude, then maybe, maybe you'd be like, yeah, that's fine. I just but. needed plus one names and like that's it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, ta- I'm saying this now on the podcast so I don't forget. Dave, I have a story to tell you about the wedding okay. uh, afterwards. You can't okay. do that on the podcast. I can't. You broke the cardinal sin. You accidentally broke the cardinal. You broke the cardinal sin. You can't do that. It wasn't a pope. <laughs> So so, um, <laughs> so real really what I've been listening to is um, a lot of just stuff like I said before, just like stuff that like makes me just feel really good. Um, new stuff. I've been kind of just in the same loop. Stop playing footsie with me, bro. Uh, I'm talking. <laughs> Take your shoe off. He's about to get married. You can't do that. Yeah, dude, That's actually, why this, I have this, to this do it. The last week he can fucking play footsie with can. me. It's a home stretch. <laughs> I think the only album that I can really mention that has been like a really great album to listen to is an album called Super Bloom by a band called Mr. Wives. Mr. Wives is one word. This album is like the Don't most... Don't make it easier for Adam. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> this album is so... Super Bloom's in all caps also. I don't know if that means... No, I don't that, think that okay. would help. Yeah. Uh, Jackson's <laughs> dad will read it to him later. <laughs> <laughs> so this album is like such a fucking chill indie pop record. It's like there's nothing that like really has stuck out to me is like, oh my God, this is an amazing song. But whenever I've been doing shit around the house or playing video games or whatever the fuck, like I put this on in the background. You should be listening to relaxing stuff. It's like it's such a great record. Um, but yeah, that's and, and also I'm on my true my true crime fucking shit again because that also helps me relax for whatever fuck. I'm broken inside. Um, <laughs> you sound like Steve-O. I finally figured it out this whole time. He sounds like Steve-O. All right, yeah. can we done? Yeah. Can Take I get some? Out. Can I get some Pirates of the Caribbean music as I as I as I get out of here? I'm doing the Steve-O uh, tattoo. Yeah, I some, dude. I need some Pirates of the Caribbean music to help me get us out of here. Boos, roll, <laughs> die. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening. We really hope you enjoyed us talking about video game music. Dave Adams, you have fun. I had a great it time. Was great. Awesome. It was nice. It was hard to not research, but it was. I I feel good about not was doing it. Was it nice? Did yeah, you, it was did, great. You, you had a good time. You not guys researching? did a great job. Thank you. That's what I wanted. Was the compliment. Uh, hey, you did a great job. Thank you. What about Jackson? Did you do a great job? Hey, you did a great job. Bitch, you're doing a good job. That's a TikTok reference. Oh, we wouldn't know. So thank you guys for listening so much. We really appreciate it. This has been a really fun episode for us. If you haven't already. Uh, please follow or subscribe whatever podcast app you are using. If you have, if you're on social media, find us on social media. Don't feed the artist DFTA podcast. If you're on Apple podcasts, please leave us a five star review. It does help us out a lot. And you can, and you can email us at, don't be the artist. <laughs> or that, whatever he just did. Doc. Yeah, yeah. Don't be the artist. Oh, yeah, and don't be the artist. Dot com. <laughs> um, that. You can email you can us. Any, any email works now. Yeah. So. You can email us at I'm gonna ween at don't, gonna ween. At don't be the artist. <laughs> com. Uh, so thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And fuck off. Yeshi! <laughs> <laughs> That's not the Yoshi noise. The Yoshi's like. <laughs>
did it. Yeah. Hit the space bar. <laughs>